Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound, the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks to everybody who's checking out this episode. Thank you to all who subscribe to the series, who check us out multiple times a week. If you're not a subscriber, you like this kind of thing, you can find us at all the major podcast hotspots, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Hope you hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with your favorite artists like Jefferson Starship. Uh, you can discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world. Uh, we put out new interviews every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so there's plenty to keep up with. Just hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening from. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today I'm going to be talking with David Freiberg, one of the members of Jefferson Starship. Of course, he was also in Jefferson Airplane, kind of ducked out before the Starship thing happened in the 80s, reunited with uh, the Jefferson Starship these days on tour, and he's got a lot of stuff going on. We're going to begin 
With the 45th anniversary of Red Octopus, it was Jefferson Starship's sophomore record, uh, which ended up having a really big hit on it, a little song called Miracle. And not only will we be talking about the album, but we will get into that track as well and the variation that you hear all over that record. There are country bluegrass jams and rock songs and little ballads, and uh, there's a reason for that with so many members, uh, as David's going to tell you. Uh, one of the tracks that he pinned the music for, Tumblin', we'll also hear a little bit of the backstory on that. And because of having so many members in a band like that, especially coming and going, uh, what kind of environment is that? Is it a family environment, as most bands will tell you about? And then beyond the anniversary of Red Octopus, we're also going to get the scoop on a brand new album. This is the first LP from Jefferson Starship since 2008. It's going to be called Mother of the Sun. He tells us about the first couple of singles, especially with uh, It's About Time. Actually written by Grace Slick herself. There's another one that's a tribute to Paul Kantner uh, called What Are We Waiting For? We're going to hear about both of those and so much more. So let's jump into it again, beginning with the 45th anniversary of Red Octopus. It's Kyle Meredith with David Freiberg of Jefferson Starship. Hey, Kyle. David Freiberg. Red Octopus. It is the uh, the 45th anniversary of a pretty fantastic, legendary uh, little album here. You know, the, the thing that jumps out to me when I first go back and listen to this, though, is how versatile in all the styles that you all were doing at that time. I know I'm not the first person to say that. I think that's one of the, the strong points of this record. Was that just a product of you all having so many members and so many writers, or, or where did that come from? Having so many members was pretty good. I mean, after all, I mean, Papa John Creech and Pete Sears and Paul and Grace and Craig Takiso. And then Marty Ballin comes back full time for this album when he was only sang on one song on the first album. And he's really back with us. It really felt like a, a whole new a whole new thing. And there was a lot of energy in the band. It was, everybody was riding with each other. Yeah. And so it was like that. I, I think I did read something that said it was a record that was supposed to be more commercial, like purposefully commercial sounding. Is that how you remember it? I don't remember it quite that way, but well, I guess, I, I guess we were, there were, there, there were factions in the band that would, that really wanted to have some hits, I guess. And nobody would object to that, of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, but I mean, okay. So then how about, how about Pete's instrumentals? What, what was that? <laughs> Get Fiddler is basically a, a, a country jam in on itself and there were two instrumentals yeah, yeah. on the record yeah but you did end up with you know a very very big hit uh, obviously with with miracles there's an interview from a few years ago i guess marty was remembering he'd said that when he first introduced that song to everybody it was you know met with complete resistance that that, that everybody thought it was it was too weird i was gonna see if that's how you remember that as well I remember remarks about about yeah how, how long it was because it it has two like two full verses each time before it does a chorus and and I, but once we once we got into actually playing it you know it just kept getting better and better and better until 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 the actual actually the the day we got into the studio to do it was kind of when it all fell and fell magically plunk 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 oh here it is. And it was and it was an amazingly wonderful session. I I I, I can't remember a, be, a better recording session done with 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 a, with a Jefferson band, other than a couple that we just did with 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 with, with, with the Jefferson Starship today. But but we had some really good sessions with that. But 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 you know how it all just whoa! Everybody seemed to play exactly the right thing. Yeah, were you surprised when it took off like it did that that single? 
I was surprised they could get a single out of it. That was one of the most amazing editing jobs I ever heard. <laughs> a seven and a half minute song down to three and a half. That's pretty good. That, that was with razor blades even. Yeah. Right. Oh God, the razor blades and the cuts on the jeans. Right. And, oh. We didn't have any pro tools back then. No. <laughs> You know, I came into the business like right after that, right after the the razor blades kind of left is when I came in. So I hear about that. And it's just as someone who, who didn't get to experience that, uh, you know, the closest I come of you know, pencils and cassettes in the 80s and stuff like that. <laughs> but what an amazing way to to kind of have to have to take a song apart. It's it's just mind blowing to me. Yeah, it actually was. It, actually, it, it, it was a beautiful job. And that was. Yeah. I should also hit on Tumblin' um, because this was your music. Uh, the reason why I bring that up, um, as it's credited anyway, yeah. specifically to you. What do you remember about that song? I feel like that's not one that gets talked about uh, enough. Well, there's something about, about about the arrangement of it that just didn't quite gel, but I, I can still hear the song in there. You know, uh, it it was it was kind of it was really nice. Uh, well, I had these, I had the changes, and I and and I had and I and I had written a few songs with Robert Hunter, the the lyricist for the Grateful Dead, previously on the last few albums we'd made, and um, he came up with some, and I I wasn't quite satisfied with it, and I brought it to Marty, and, and Marty said this could be really good. Do you mind if I uh, if I mess with it a little bit? And I said, oh please, because you know, go ahead. You know, because when, when Marty came back full time, I figured, well, man, if I'm going to write a song, I'm going to see if I can get Marty to sing it. Because cause that's uh, and, he, and he did a really good job of bringing it around. And it, it, I, I, when I listen to it now, I, I mean, I, I'm thinking about singing it again now. Bringing it back bringing out. It back, but, I, but anybody will remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You sold a lot of a lot of copies of that record. I'm sure there's going to be some people out there who's going to remember that one. Yeah. And I mean, there's there's the hope. I mean, yeah. I mean, having a blue, a bluegrass, a bluegrass instrumental and uh, and dolphin. What? That's kind of street prog rock, prog rock. I mean, that was that was <laughs> that was a real tough one to play. I mean, you know, but that was a thing too. And then Paul had a couple of good songs on this thing too. I mean, I, I know we brought that up. Uh, Get Fiddler. I, I, that seems like that's a song that's just obviously made for a live show. I mean. You know, there have been many bands who have made careers off of songs like that as far as live uh, career goes. But it is it is interesting even listening to that and trying to think through the context of that song when it was created, when it came out. Because it wasn't until that time, in the middle of the 70s, really, when country and rock in earnest really became bedfellows. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to paint over, you know, what the birds had done at the end of the sixties or anything like that. But it, but it seems like that was just the kind of perfect time for something like that. Like together, a song like that. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But anyway, anyway, but this went along with, um, I mean, what, what's been going on when Papa John joined Jefferson airplane, he, he'd have an instrumental on pretty much each album or where he would write a song with grace or, or you know but he'd have a song so so this was this is just papa john's song and i don't know it turned out to be a bluegrass song so it was, it was cool <laughs> it's also said that the show that you guys did in central park ahead of the album release was ended up being kind of paramount to to its success as well i, I was just going to see what you remembered about that show the crowd kind of messed up a baseball I think there was some damage by people climbing on things. <laughs> I think we had to pay for the damages or something. <laughs> that's a that's a loss. That's that's not a win. That's a loss of money. 
Well, you know, you're not going to make money playing a free gig in the park. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you try to get the record company to pay for it, but but of course you got to realize that the record company's never really paid for anything. <laughs> Comes out of your own pocket. <laughs> you might advance it. <laughs> but it, um, I don't know. It, it, I guess it just seems like it was the perfect record at the perfect time. Like it was, you know, kind of when we got to the studio, that that little organ lick for uh, for miracles showed up that night. I mean, I, I played it that night. I was messing around while we were getting the sounds, while everybody was we were getting drum sounds, and we played through it. And and all of a sudden, I just played that little thing at the beginning. And somebody said, "Hey, can you play that again?" I said. Hell yes, I can play that a hundred times. And so I went ahead and did. <laughs> the, great, the greatest riffs are always the ones that's sort of off the cuff in that way, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. That's the things that just come, all of a sudden, it's, oh, yeah, that just all just kind of sits right in. And my hands is doing it. Look at it. The whole session was, was, was fun. I'd also wonder about, um, you know, the, the state of the band. It's it's a long story. The 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 revolving door of members in and out. The three different incarnations uh, of the band, and especially even leading up to that point, it always did seem to be a band in flux. When a lot of artists talk about their bands, it's always in the sense of a family. Was there ever a family environment uh, in that way with you all? Yeah, several families. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would say that at this point that it really felt like a family here. But by by the time we got to the a couple more albums down the road, it felt felt like the family was pulling different directions. And so you know you you have problems with families apparently, especially big ones. <laughs> very big ones. Very big families. Right now, right now, right now Jefferson Starship that we're playing in now. I mean, this feels more like a family than than any band I've ever played in. Of course, says a lot. I mean that 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 says so much about. Uh, about what you're doing. And and I can, I, you know, we can pull this into the present right now. I mean, obviously, pandemics aside, you, you know, d- does does Jefferson just live on as the touring act at this point? I mean, the, you know, just allowing for messing around with, pl- you know, playlists and, and pulling in old songs here and there? Is, is that sort of the, the continuing future of the band? Well, uh, actually, we have, a, we, have, we have a new one coming out. I guess it's actually going to be start coming out next month. But yes, it's called Mother of the Sun, S-U-N. <laughs> yeah, what brought this on? What can you tell me about it? Well, this band, this band is is the band that that was playing when when Paul passed away, and his family really wanted us to continue. And Grace thought it was a good idea, and since she had the uh, the the power, she said, "I'll I'll give you I'll license you guys to do it." And so we we said, "Well, we'd love to because we we had just completely gelled over over like since uh, since the, these these five people." ended up with Paul and we were kind it kind of it's very symbiotic we, we would have some you know everybody is listening to everybody all the time and everybody can't wait to get back together which is kind of really unusual <laughs> <laughs> and it's still that way we're going nuts to have being you know because Kathy Kathy Richardson the fantastic lead singer lives in Chicago and Jude Gold the guitar player lives in Los Angeles and and Chris Chris Smith, the keyboard player, and I live in Marin County, and Donnie Baldwin lives up in the foothills of the Sierras. And so, you know, so now we're stuck here. And so, so we've we've been making little videos, which are just about to come out, being sequestered, and you know, each of us doing our parts and videoing us playing them, and then putting them all together in a video. So you'll see a few of those coming up too. 
in addition to the new the new record but that's definitely exciting news um maybe it's probably just coincidence it's probably coincidence of timing but it is interesting given what and I'll go all the way back to Jefferson Airplane what they meant at a time in America maybe you see where I'm going with this you know that was that was so topical uh, about what was going on globally for you know a version of this with Jefferson Starship to come back. I, I would have to wonder: Are you writing about the things that we're seeing out there in the way that you all had in the past? We actually completed all these tunes before the pandemic came along, but they're very they're very predictive and they're very they're very they're very uh, very with current events. Yes. However, it won't mention the pandemic because <laughs> it wasn't here when we finished it. <laughs> but uh, actually, Grace, Grace, and Jude and and Kathy, Kathy wrote wrote one song because we have some lyrics from Grace on on this one called called "It's About Time," which will probably be our first single. And it it it, it it's kind of like it, it it's about women taking women. It's about time for women to run the world because look what's happened. <laughs> right, right, and I mean, you know, that, that kind of fits. And the second one will be be what and it was taken from something that Paul would always say. One of his sayings is, "What are we waiting for?" And so it was. It was. Uh, we all got together and just sat in the suit at my studio at, at my house and 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 jammed and came up with pretty much a whole album's worth of tunes. So what are we waiting for? Is kind of well, here we are supposed to be be being able to take care of ourselves. What are we waiting for? Anyway, you'll, you'll see. Yeah, I was talking with Jesse Colin Young uh, recently, and you know he's doing a he had just done a, a new version of Get Together, which of course the Airplane had done uh, before the Youngbloods had. But it, but it was kind of the the conversation about you know these are the things that you know some artists have been singing about for over fifty years, and still we've got to keep singing about them. And amen. It might be great songs, but how frustrating, you know? Yeah, we've known all along what to do. Therefore, what are we waiting for? <laughs> know what i mean well i look forward to uh, listening i mean seriously that's really exciting news david i can't wait to hear some of the stuff that's coming out and again you know with the uh 45th anniversary of red octopus it's a uh, fantastic reason uh, as if anyone needed one but to go revisit that one because there's so many little gems and and twists and turns all throughout that record it's it's really a fun listen that's held up uh you know completely well oh as a matter of fact one of the one of our little one of the little tunes we we recorded individually and then put together in a, in a video is miracles actually oh cool so that one's so, going to be out there too <laughs> which we turned on the face couldn't have marty singing it so you'll see we, it's, it's been turned around well, i look forward to it's hearing still it. miracle yeah <laughs> david thank you so much thank you so much for taking the time to talk today okay, about this wow. it's such a pleasure it's been my pleasure <laughs> all right man take care out there we'll see you around okay thank you so much all right bye bye-bye my thanks, David Freiberg, 45th anniversary of Red Octopus and looking forward to this brand new record called Mother of the Sun. So thanks to David. Thanks to you for listening again before you get out of here. Uh, if you like what you heard, you're not already a subscriber. I do hope you hit that subscribe button. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere you'd like to get your podcast from, probably wherever you're listening from right now, there is a subscribe button. We'll send a brand new interview to you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday so you can keep up with all of your favorite artists and discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world. After that, head to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. That's an hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound, they've got your music and film news. You can also find me on the uh, social media hotspots at Kyle Meredith. Hope you follow and like along there as well. 
That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, I'm Jen, and I love horror movies. I'm Mikey. I'm dead inside, and I also love horror movies. And we really like to torture our friend Todd because he hates horror movies. That I do. And that's why they call me the horror virgin. <laughs> that's the only reason we call him that. I'm not, no other reasons at all. None <laughs> oh, Whatever. So every, <laughs> every week, we take him through the encyclopedia of horror, the good, the bad, the ridiculously Jack Frosts. <laughs> and then we make fun of it more or less. Or explain its deceptive feminism. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> Our episodes drop on Monday, so check us out. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.